0: Thank you everyone, We are back, season two of How We Bounce Back. Springtime is here, the weather is getting warmer, the smiles are getting brighter, we're on our way to better days. And most of all, our prayers and thoughts continue to be with those affected by this COVID pandemic and any kind of difficult times. Please, let's all stay safe as always. So for this season, it's careers highs, lows, and we're gonna make y'all laugh a little bit more because positive energy is vibrant no matter where you are. And as you can see, now we got this wraparound curtain. We got this mic figured out, not even broken as all. Just me finally talking into the mic. We've graduated to level two of podcasting. Going back to the positive energy part. Tonight, our guest for season two premiere has bonafide positive energy. Since hitting the game-winning shot against Bevel Middle School early <laughs> in the early 2000s. He's the former captain of the Osmore Park football team. He's a former NSU student, graduate of ODU, and is the son of Norfolk, Virginia. He's a traveler connoisseur and food connoisseur of many sorts, and especially knows how to recommend a good prosciutto sandwich from Taste Restaurant in Norfolk. <laughs> he's senior product manager at Anthem and the father for Mila Madison and soon-to-be baby boy. He's the husband for Ashley Edwards, and he's the funniest and most cheerful of them all. He's the great. Devin Edwards. Oh, my gosh. Stop. Uh, I'm <laughs> blushing, bro. <laughs> I'm
1: blushing, bro.
0: You see me. You got my cheekbones all perked up from that. So, hey, what, What's going on? What, hey, what's going on, brother? Thank you for coming on the show tonight. How have you been? I'm good, bro. I'm good. Thank you for having me. You know, it's, a,
1: it's a good opportunity to come on here and speak with you. you know, catch up on life. Catch up on everything that we've, we've been doing from – Career-wise and family-wise, so no, it's always fun to speak with you. We always have a, a good time and a bunch of craziness that we talk about. You already know that.
0: <laughs> so, bro, you and Ashley got married last summer. You're already closing in on your first year of marriage. Bing, 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 bow! <laughs> <laughs> air horn. Yeah, I had to do it like uh, beat on BJ's podcast, Mikey, <laughs> every day, <of> Sunday. <laughs> bow, 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 bow. <laughs> Put some gunshots in there. Get the air there. horn in. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, but but how's married life been? Is Ashley getting used to the name Ashley Edwards and any funny husband and wife stories that you have had in this first year of being married?
1: I would say that I'm still not used to her name being Ashley Edwards. Like she sits right next to me, right over there on calls every day, and she'll say, Hello everyone, this is Ashley Edwards. I look over, I'm like, Oh, that is my wife. That's the most amazing thing in the world, bro. Like waking up to waking up next to the love of your life and seeing her as the sun hits her that's a beautiful thing and to know that i'm able to do that every single day like it's so special it's so special whether whether we were married or not just the fact that i'm in her life she's in my life and we're, we're making each other's lives better is a true blessing real and i i absolutely love it but like every day is a is a new journey like there are Easy days or hard days or funny days or not so funny days, but like one thing that we try to do is really make sure that we're listening to each other and loving on each other and and, like really understanding each other. But uh, she's a goof, bro. You know, Ashley's a goof. Like (laughs) she'll, she's, you know, she's pregnant right now, so like her being able to experience the weather as it gets better now is going to be like super tough for her, like Micah being, that's baby Micah, he's gonna be born like August 2nd. So we have like late May, June, July, three months of going to the beach. And what we usually do at the beach, we go out to the beach and bring our cooler, like it's a big old Yeti cooler, bunch of drinks, White Claws, beer, everything just like stuffed into it. A couple sandwiches here and there <laughs> and some Capri Suns for the kids. We go out there and set up our tent, and it's from, like, 11 o'clock until 5 o'clock. Like, just just jamming out, having a good time. So that's going to have to be, a like, a real adjustment for her, of us going out there and her being the designated driver and trying to control in a bunch of drunk people on the beach in the hot summer sun. <laughs> <laughs> so I know she she's definitely not looking forward to that. But this is her, um, like, first time being being pregnant during the summertime so i can only imagine like carrying a baby in 100 degree heat like i'm not going anywhere outside i'm staying inside bro i don't care what nobody says
2: but but married life overall like it's been it's been really good i'm enjoying it i love calling her my wife i love um
1: and like we have our routines where we do stuff going to the grocery store and um like taking mila to the bus stop or our, Taking meals to school, so I don't know, like just loving on each other, bro. It's like a it's like a country song right now. I'm high on loving you. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's it.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, and I we talked about it before this episode, bro. Like the it's it's the simple things in in life with family that we actually appreciate the most. It's bigger than the big things in life, and so. Glad that you feel like those little things at the bus stop or even, uh, you know, and looking forward to like, you know, looking forward to like, you know, what's coming for Ashley. I know Ashley's been, been part of this routine before been part of this journey before she knows what it is, but yeah, first summer. I know. Y'all, too, like right. to party it up in Norfolk. Y'all like to right. go to the beach and go to right. Corona and then y'all got the blue crabs at someone's backyard. I know. You yeah, already know yeah. it. We talked about know that it. a little bit. Yeah. You already know so it. Like, if Ashley, Ashley over there, like with her arms crossed, yeah, she'd be like, I'm ready for August 2nd to be coming around the corner real quick. <laughs> <little pouting laughs> totally get it, bro. On. But yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So but see, She's
1: been trying to find alternatives. Like right now, they're out. Eating some blue crabs, and she went out and got some Heineken zero point zero. So we did all our research to make sure that that was a safe alternative to, cause he, like you, there's certain things that you eat that you have to have, like a beer with, like tacos, tacos and beer. That's a that's a deadly combination. Tacos and like Coke. That's a deadly, that's a deadly combination. Cheeseburgers and like a Coca Cola. That's a deadly combination. But some foods you just have to have a certain type of drink with it. And eating blue crabs, you gotta have like a nice, nice lager, a nice ale with it. So she found yes. a good alternative in the Heineken 0.0 that she'll be able to to drink. This is when you yeah. you put the, the Heineken 0.0 bar on the bottom of the screen. This episode is sponsored by Heineken 0.0. Go out, go out to your local got Harris TV and get yours. <laughs> go out and get yours. <laughs>
0: Listen, everyone, I don't think y'all know Devin, Devin always he'd be hip to all the products. He'd be teaching me. He taught me about <laughs> White Claw and Truly before it even like was a thing back in 2018. So, oh like, he, yeah, they, they're on top of it. I'll put we'll make sure that Heineken disclaimer right up there or that. ad. <laughs> yeah, but totally get with the comfort food like you got, you know, it's part of the mental health side of things. You know, we can't just like just totally just you know stop like our favorite things you know with the beer and the tacos and whatnot so so yeah totally get it. even if it's like a placebo beer like it's still it's still yeah. beers and tacos ladies and gentlemen
1: yeah yeah it's the, it's the way it hits your tongue has yeah. to be there has to be there
0: yeah <laughs> absolutely bro absolutely speaking
1: of, speaking of beer give you a nice little cheers james
0: give oh nice hey <laughs> Devin's getting ahead of us in the game right now, so we'll go. Oh my we'll bad, my bad, my bad. Cheers, everyone. <laughs> I slow down. My I slow man. down. <laughs> it's exciting, exciting, like exciting to to reconnect and you know with vibes. With it's springtime coming around, like I said in the intro, so you know it's that time of the year for us to enjoy it. It comes with territory, comes with some drinks. So All right. Uh, let's now let's talk about your family, bro. Mila, Madison and you're soon-to-be-born baby boy, Micah. I wasn't going to reveal the name, but since you did, I revealed it there, too. So I want to ask you, out of everything you've been so far, you know, you're getting ready to be a father for your baby boy, your son, you know, crazy to say, your son. I want to ask so far with me and Madison, though, what is your favorite thing about being a father so far?
2: Ooh. There are so many things, so many things, just the the physical of being there when it's needed. Whenever they're going through a
1: fun situations, tough situations, being able to say, I'm what they call me. I'm D.D., Daddy Devin. So I'm, I'm here for you. And whatever situations might come about, I am I'm your rock. I'm your, I'm stability for you. Um, I'm structure for you. I'm guidance for you. But just being able to see them grow, bro. Like I came into their life when Madison was like nine or 10 years old. And Mila was maybe three years old. And to see them go from fourth, fifth grade to now a freshman in, in high school and being there for the small moments of, studying for tests or seeing you score a soccer goal or i don't know just being there watching movies on the couch with them them doing my makeup like it's there are so many just like special small moments that we'll look back on even though they're small right now like there'll be big moments in the in, in the in the future where they're able to see how um like a man is supposed to treat their treat their mom, how a man is supposed to treat them, and being an example for them into the future of what they might look for in a partner. Or mm-hmm. when they're faced with tough situations, they can say, Oh, Devin and I talked about this, or I saw Devin give an example, and it might not come back to them immediately, or it might not be a, a certain situation that they look back on, but we're able to say, based off of our actions in the in the past, here's how Devin taught us we should react in this situation. And oh no, that, that that's special to me. It's almost like you're you're growing humans and it's not being done to tell them what to do, but it's more so just giving them the guidance and giving them the the roadmap to be able to forge their own future. And that's what's that's what's really special to me. Just helping them grow as people, as individuals. And like I love them with all my heart, bro. All my heart. Being a dad is fun, bro. Like all the all the silly stuff that, that you get. Look at this. I got a person of the year award. Bro, this oh is a... bro, come on now. Oh my god. Come on, bro. I got a person I got a person god. of the year award. Bro, you want... one one more thing. Let me let me show you this right here. Such a blessing. So said so they called me Didi. Dee Dee. DD.
0: Oh my gosh! How do you get the rocks to be taped on that whiteboard? <laughs> 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 Super okay. But like the, wow. the, the cheesy
1: pun, DDU rock, for us, That's that specialness, bro. I love that. I love that. That's like stuff that you look at every day when you walk into the office, and it's like, oh yeah, this is why I'm doing this. This is why I'm doing this. This is why, I'm putting up with all the, the craziness of a work because i want to be able to provide for my girls and watch them grow Amen. it's nice stuff yeah. bro it's nice
0: you know the legacy that you you you're you're there you're 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 planning that legacy what they don't need to you know they don't need to show it back right now but it, it in time it will come believe it like it, it will come and like yeah. you know they they will show it now but they'll show it more later it's that's the part of life but to 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 be to say that you're enjoying this time right now, just cherish it. Cherish every moment, cherish, you know. Sometimes we wish time could like slow down a little bit, you know. It moves like so you know, fast. I, it moves too fast, too fast. And you just want to enjoy like these are people talk about the peak years of your life are the 20s. No, the peak years of your life is seeing your kids grow and having the family. That's the peak years of of your life. And I know you're going through that now, Devin. And uh, again, I don't, I don't want to say any much more because you, you said, said it so perfectly. I was very touched by everything. I hope Mila and Madison are watching that. And will give you a big hug. And I hope baby <laughs> Micah can give you a spiritual hug, be, be, hug through Ashley's body or something like that. You know, say, say a little something like a little bump on Ashley's stomach. Be like, I bro. love you too, Devin. I love bro, you too,
1: I'm,
2: daddy. <laughs>
1: bro, I'm, I'm, tell, I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you, like every time he hears yeah. my voice, Ashley says, I'm, I'm out of my mind. But every time he hears my voice, bro, I put my mouth up to Ashley's stomach, and she hates this. I get real close and put my lips in her stomach, and I start talking to him like, "Hey, buddy, what's up? You want some buffalo wings? You want cheeseburger? daddy's out here waiting for you, bro. What's good?" And he'll like, he'll nudge, he'll nudge, put a (laughs) little.
0: Put his foot up, put his hand up, do a little shim- do a little shimmy real quick. You know, do a little shimmy. High five.
1: Then was oh, like, what? Devin, get off of me, Devin. <laughs> Ash like, Devin, get off of me. What are you doing? He can't hear you. I was like you're you're such yeah. a hater. He can't too hear me. You're a hater.
0: He can hear you. He can oh, definitely yeah. hear you. That's
2: oh yeah. That's amazing, bro. Yeah. Oh
1: yeah. I'm trying to knock I'm this less.
2: connection.
1: But you talk about yeah. like the legacy. And it's one that we always talk about. And like you're your parents coming over here as immigrants and the sacrifices that they made to be able to give us or give you the life that you had the sacrifice that my parents made in in the south and mississippi and my dad being in the army and all that good stuff but just Mm -hmm. like trying to leave a legacy trying to forge a path for your for your youngins for the future so we're
0: yeah we're pushing along pushing along yeah yeah, amen we will we learned it from our dad so god god bless that right amen. Amen. yeah 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 and our moms too you know me, <laughs> me and devin are mom. me and devin are mama's boys so yeah i know oh yeah no you. doubt no <laughs> so, doubt yeah <laughs> so god bless that um yeah bro okay well moving on to the next question um i know growing up you're also big into music and enjoying the social settings If you were to create this this music festival, this like just your music festival, you were the manager. You create. If you were to create this music festival, which city and who are your top three music acts?
2: Mm. Which city? Which city? So I'm thinking. I'm thinking like some beach vibes. We're on the. We're on the beach. And and if this is like a a weekend event,
0: everything in the water. (laughs) We're
1: thinking, thinking in the water, thinking beach. We're thinking sunset. We're thinking palm trees. I don't know. Maybe like like what if you could have like a a huge festival in Malibu? In Malibu, like in the water, on the water, on the beach.
0: I did not think you were gonna say that.
1: <laughs> Maybe there. See, I'm thinking like I'm thinking some fire festival right now. <laughs> be down. in the,
0: <laughs> Be down, be down no, in the Bahamas. <laughs> no, FEMA, no FEMA tents. All right. All right. We got we got enough cabanas out here to serve serve the 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 paying
1: people. You know? We got we got, got some ham and cheese sandwiches for people. No, I'm playing. I'm playing. <laughs> But like
0: (laughs) still sounds good.
1: (laughs) Maybe on the island, somewhere maybe like in the Bahamas or in like like Turks and Caicos, somewhere with some really clear water. Yeah, yeah. It's it's warm. But I'm thinking that my headliners steel back there acting crazy. No problem, bro. No, yeah, that's
0: all good.
1: (laughs) But I'm thinking you gotta do Drake. So so I would say that Drake might be like the, the Sunday major headliner. Or you know what? This, this is my festival. The, one of the worst things was having a Sunday event to go to in the festival because you got you got to fly back or you got to work on Monday. So this is going to be a Thursday to Saturday festival. We got Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Okay. So on Saturday, I'm, fireworks, we got Drake. He's, he's busting everything he out. He's playing. He's playing all his hits. He's playing all. He's he's playing everything. Let me see. On Thursday, the first night, I'm doing some Pharrell and NERD. Like they're gonna bring it in. Pharrell has hits from what early 2000s, late 1990s, early 2000s, all the way until now. Like he could he could play all night. Him, Mm -hmm. Chad Hugo, all those guys, NERD.
2: I'm doing them on. Thursday, but then on Friday, like who, like who in the middle says it's Friday or living life? Um, let me see. Uh, I don't know, bro. I might do like some Rihanna. Oh,
1: like Rihanna would one, it's Rihanna. Yeah. Two, she has unlimited bangers. Three, yep. she she's done enough songs with people where she can bring people out
2: and get the crowd going. And we, we could bring Jay-Z out. Yeah. We could I don't know, like it's just she yeah. she she has bangers. So I'm gonna do multiple collabs. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. So Thursday, Pharrell and ERD. Friday, Rihanna, and Saturday, Drake. And then Sunday. Sunday might be like a yoga day, bro, and we're all going home after that. <laughs> so, so Sunday's the Sunday's like the chill day where we just gotta. I don't know. It, I might bring it like Kirk Franklin on Sunday to to get our <laughs> to get our lives back together, and we can do like a a Kanye Wyoming Jesus Oy. type thing to, to, get our, to get our souls back because we've we've sinned since Thursday.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Hey, that was a good album,
2: though.
0: <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. It's... Yeah. But, like, festivals, remember going to those? I-, I love how you went into detail about that, Devin. Love the flow, too. And love how you bring 757 to represent on that Thursday night. <laughs> you, got seven to, seven. Yeah, you got to, bro. 757. Yeah. You got bro. You got to. Okay, bro. Let's get this game started. Let's play this game that is similar to what we did with Gabby and BJ in season one. I'm going to ask you four hard questions, somewhat compromising questions. If you simply answer the question directly, I'll take the shot. But if you decide to pass on the question to spare yourself from a compromising position, you take the shot. And like I said, before to you, before we start rolling the cameras, the answers for nobody, none, I don't know both of them or all of them are unacceptable answers. <laughs> you gotta take the shot.
1: <laughs> oh Lord, here we go. Here we go.
0: I gotta add that special provision because Gabby and BJ were getting away from the answers, but like now, now we got this covered. So
1: <laughs> it's a fine print. It's in it's the contract now.
0: <laughs> all right. So, so before we, we get started, let, let's showcase like, what we got. Well, I know we did this with Kalu, too. Right, let's show, show what we got. So, Devin, would you like to show the audience what you will be drinking today?
1: Oh, yes. I feel like Vanna White bringing out my 10-year Russell's tin whiskey in the special Edwards.
0: Edwards. Yeah. <laughs> hold Edwards. Hold on. Mm.
1: With notes of vanilla. <laughs> notes of, okay. I smell a little, little wood in there. and i smell a whole bunch of turnip in there too it's (laughs) but this but this this was once full but now we're been doing some damage on it Been making making old fashions with it
0: this is the edwards potion while while ashley edwards is waiting for august 2nd right (laughs) what you drinking all right. So, so I got the, you know, the, the angels envy, you know, Ooh. I had to step it up a little bit. I got called out for drinking too much Hennessy so you know, <laughs> I gotta be, be original and like, you know, we got the wings back here, you know, we fly, we flying up, you know, whatnot, like angels envy. All right. You know, that's good money. I, I, I think about angels. You know, my my dad, guardian angel. You know, he. I know he liked whiskey too. It got 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 his picture right here, right right next to us on the set as well. Beautiful. So, yeah, you know, may give it a thought. But I don't know if my dad be wanting me to drink too much alcohol. So I probably should, <laughs> should relax. Ho, ho, hopefully, De- hopefully Devin gets all these questions wrong. <laughs> we we, we can take we'll take these shots together.
1: This can go either way. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, brother. All right, let's get it. All right, four questions. Question number one. Picture yourself with Austin Brown and Salou Blah in the movie. If both of them are hanging off the side of the cliff and you somehow only had one good arm, who you go save first? <laughs> Bro.
1: Bro. Bro, they, they better they
0: watching they <laughs> watching right now
1: they better link on to each other and salute better use his super super salute powers his salute strength and <laughs> and pull them both up at the same time so I'm uh <laughs> I'm gonna I'm go ahead I'm gonna go ahead and take a take a shot on that one because because <laughs> they cause they're both a boys and I, I don't know yeah. if 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 one go down I'm going down with them. So all three of us. Yeah.
0: Down. Oh, amen, amen, amen. <laughs> <I'm, laughs> oh, or pre- sure. oh, or, <laughs> or, or I'm, Devin I'm, just gave him the peace sign with his one <laughs> good arm. And like, Salou, <laughs> so you got this.
1: No, no, I'm, I'm pretty sure they said,
0: what you mean? We both, we all going down.
1: You better, you better help one of us out at least.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let me go ahead. And go ahead. I'm going to take a shot with y'all, because y'all my boys too. That, that, that's, that's a great answer. I was hoping you weren't going to pick one of them because then, then we're going to have conflict of interest everywhere. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: That's been in quarantine a little bit, but I'm going to have to yeah, see them yeah, yeah. in a few months. So. Yeah. I'm going to try and get well, beat but up.
0: We, it, would be, it would be we depend on Salu's herculean strength. So, Cheers, <laughs> cheers Austin. Salou. Devin, cheers. Much love. Cheer. Much love. All right, all right. What'd you say? Oh, shoot.
1: I'm
2: not <laughs> answering that question. <laughs> Dude, this is my That's show.
0: Like- you can't, you don't answer questions, you don't ask questions on my show, It's my show. <laughs> Both of them gonna remember my answer, so I'm not answering that either. <laughs> oh, man. Well, you know, Salou's visited me more in LA than Austin has, but you know, Austin, I know him since middle school, so I don't know. You know, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bro. Lo- lo- love the the diplomatic answer to to our to our brothers there. Question number two: Who's better at taking care of your house, you or your wife, Ashley? That's an easy one, bro. Ashley.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's an easy one. Tell me why I thought you was gonna say you the whole time. That's an easy one, me. <laughs> That's an easy one, bro. I mean, all you know, right, we, we all, all right. we all know who the real what the real answer is. But in no. order to keep, but but in, in order to keep order in my house, and in order to sleep in my bed tonight, I know who I have to choose. Because you already know, you said the wrong thing. I'm in the guest room. I'm on the couch. I'm on Mila's bean bag. So I'm <laughs> <laughs> I'm on. I'm on the floor with Theo. So I.
0: The, 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 the way you approach that answer, you got me. I thought you were gonna say you. That's easy, bro. Me. <laughs> you said Ashley, so you, good suspense right there, Devin. <laughs> Let me go ahead and get my bottle out real quick.
1: No, no. If, if you said, if you said outside in the yard, of course, of course. But this is, this is Queen Ashley's the so house. Outside. Yeah, the
0: overall but house, yeah. It's, it's
1: yeah. Queen Ashley, I'm just, I just happen to be here.
0: Yeah. <laughs> You know, you know us guys, the default answers.
1: I All right. know what you mean. I'll take a little swig with you, bro. Woo.
0: Cheers, that, that was a good, bro. I love the approach with that answer. That was good. <laughs> I really what? thought you were gonna say you. That's easy, me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> crazy, but not that crazy.
0: Question number three. Rank these three items from your most favorite to your least favorite. All right. Your lawnmower, Mm. A homemade sandwich mm. on your
1: couch. Ooh, my goodness! Oh my goodness! All three of them are are amazing because, I just got a new lawnmower at the end of last year, and it's a, <laughs> it's, a it's a it's an ego um, electronic bat- battery lawnmower, and like with my gas power lawnmower. It took me like an hour and a half to do the yard but with this new one it's like 45 minutes bro it, it takes the time by by 50 by half and it's just like the way it feels you hit it and it just goes it has like a it has a headlight on it so i can go in, in the in the dark in nighttime but the couch like you sit on the couch and it's an instant nap sandwiches i could eat a sandwich Ooh. every day of the week i could turn last night's meatloaf into today's sandwich for lunch meatloaf sandwich for lunch tuna fish sandwiches chicken salad sandwiches turkey sandwiches blts i'm gonna have to say number three
0: that sounds like number one (laughs) shoot (laughs) (laughs) that sounds like number one then
1: (laughs) bro i'm telling you so i would say number three would be the couch because couches are fun i think it's a It adds adds to the house. It feels good to have my spot with my ottoman in the corner. So that's number three. Number two, I only use the lawnmower maybe like six months out of the year. So put that at number two. Number one, bro. Them sandwiches. Sandwiches, bro. You can do breakfast sandwiches. I
0: could tell. I could tell. Egg, bacon, and cheese. I could do.
1: I can turn like last night's steak into a sandwich, put some like arugula on it, with some mayonnaise. I can turn like two day old roast beef into a sandwich. Um, I can Whoa. turn anything into a
0: sandwich. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> let me, let, let me, let me, let me find what savings account I got. Let's invest in the sandwich business really quick, bro. Oh my god.
1: I, I love sandwiches, bro. I like,
0: love sandwiches too. So I get it. Yeah. Oh my I, god.
1: A couple. A couple weeks ago I had a soft shell um soft shell crab sandwich and you made had that this, like,
0: you made that at home. Oh no 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 it
1: was at this place called oh, Airbnb, okay, Virginia okay. Beach.
0: oh okay okay okay
1: but it had like a roomelade on it it had like some field greens, fresh oh. tomato, like soft shell crab. Bro so delicious. So delicious. I I can eat sandwiches every single day. It doesn't matter what kind of sandwich it is.
0: Same so, here, same here. Sandwich is
1: definitely number one. Definitely number ooh, one. Ooh, ooh. You go to go to Jersey right. Mikes, I, I, get a Jersey style. Oh, get a, get get oh, Mikes big. way, bro. Yeah, oh my gosh. yeah. My bad. I'm, oh my I'm still God. thinking about sandwiches. My bad.
0: No 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 <laughs> no 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 no. Like listen, listen. I'm a I'm a guy like me and Rosemary. I'm a guy that likes. The Jimmy John sandwiches, the, mm. the uh, Jersey Mike sandwiches, we ate that a lot. Like when when I was at home for two months, and Bro. and Rosemary and I went, went went like before pandemic started, and we we I was getting back home from work late and picking her up. We don't want to cook. We get the subway sandwich, you know, it's easy, like, easy, yeah. And like like I love how the combination you talked about. I just actually ate a Philly cheese steak yesterday. I'm so, saying. Like, yeah, bro, uh, it is not getting old because you get your 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 good sense of carbs and you'll get your protein right in the middle and you get your veggies a little bit. Of yes, sprinkle a little lettuce on
1: there, some tomatoes.
0: Be oh right. my gosh! Oh put my some gosh,
1: put some onions in there. Philly cheesesteak. Put some peppers in there. That's yeah. actually on the menu tomorrow.
0: Making no. some homemade
1: Philly cheesesteaks.
0: Right, listen, if you don't if you don't know get uh, or if you don't know Devin and Ashley. They got this little chalkboard menu of like, what's going on? What's on the menu for this week? Hey, sandwiches! <laughs> <If> it's on, <laughs> it's on because you can hear how much this man just ranked number one sandwiches for his favorite items at home. So, bro,
1: banh mi's, banh are amazing. Oh my gosh! Oh
0: my gosh! Yes, yes. Oh.
1: Po' we boys ate
0: that in Toronto together, yeah. Po' boys. Oh my god. Po' gosh. boys in New Orleans. Bodmies in Toronto. Oh my, oh my god. Gosh, gosh. Cats. But yeah, I mean, pastrami I sandwiches. To... Oh gosh, she I love like a that. I'm... Oh, I- I'm trying to cut the video right now, but <laughs> Devin over here just, gosh, he's just throwing every famous sandwich in the book right now. Oh my god. Right. All right, I'm done. I'm done. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll, no, I'll, no, no, I'll
1: take no. that one I for you. To...
0: No, 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 no. Stop. You you answered it. I'll take that. I'm, no, I, I, I ask you, bro. very easy questions. I got you, bro. I got that one for you. The cat that sandwich you. is definitely up there. And no, I'm, I'm taking it with you. All right, brother, let's get into the deeper questions. The first question I want to ask. What does your work or your career mean to you? Is it just a means of an income or have fun in your social life? Is it your passion or is it
2: both? It's a good question, man. Like, I really feel like over time, it's definitely grown and meant something different. Like, early on, it might have been a means for funding
1: all the fun stuff that we were doing. And I think to the point now, it's really come and turned more into
2: a project that I'm working on. So um, like, as as I've grown
1: within Anthem and been able to take on more responsibility, I've become somebody that people look to for information. And that's not something that like you come into the industry or you come into um, whatever job you might have, where you're somebody that's immediately looked to for information that, it's that it needs to be presented. So, I would say that as time has gone on, I've definitely grown into my role and grown into my position, into my like my status with an anthem to truly. I won't say love it, but it's something where I enjoy doing and I, I really like it. So it's it's a little bit of everything. It's it's done to. To pay the bills it's done to keep you know the mortgage keep the mortgage paid but at the same time there's a good balance of i'm enjoying what i'm doing enjoy my responsibilities of being able to create i enjoy my responsibilities of being able to be you know a source of information for people that are coming to me for clients that are coming to me so i think it's a it's a good mix of both it's a good mix of Mm -hmm. um wanting to have money to do things to saving for the future and for moving my company along. So I, I like it, bro. Like it's something that when I was younger, um coming out of college, I knew I wanted to do like product marketing, product management. And I was kind of the positions that I applied for kind of threw me into like a a sales position. And I at the time wasn't really looking for a sales position, but it's something where I've learned from the experiences of having to communicate and having to talk to people and having to listen
2: and, you know, get value out of those conversations where it's, it's brought me to where I am now. So like it's constantly, constantly shifting,
1: constantly moving, but at the same time, the goal of having that balance is always there.
0: Um, uh, the next question I want to ask you, you know, how, how do you manage stress at work and or with difficult coworkers, with clients, and then you're, you know, on, on the sales side, so c- couldn't imagine the clients, stakeholders, even students, if you go to talk to them, how do you manage stress at work with all of these people? Do you develop ways to lessen the effect of that stressful situation the next time it comes around or, you know, what, what's the method to this madness? Well
1: right, You already know,
2: like work is stressful. We work 40, 50 plus hours a week. And
1: like, you want to give your best, you give your best and give your all. And there's a certain pride in knowing that you gave your best and you gave your all. And when somebody I won't say challenges you, but it makes you feel like you might not be up to standard up to par, that hurts because you know that you gave your all and you know that you're making the sacrifice to be
2: able to, you know, to work and to really show your value within your company. But I would say knowing that I'm trying to protect my energy, that I'm I'm one Devin and and
1: the energy that I give out into the world is what I receive back. So, my thing is mm-hmm. being as positive as possible and assuming positive intent in every con- not every conversation, but assuming positive intent into the conversations that I have. Where if you receive an email or you feel like somebody is attacking you on a call, that it doesn't have to be somebody personally attacking you, it's not somebody that it has a vendetta out for Devin that day. It's more of a, they might not truly understand what the situation is or what the question is. So maybe you doing a job of confirming it for them or explaining it for them in a different way so they have a better understanding of it might be the solution to you truly um, like calming down the nerves of people thinking that or you feel like people are attacking you on a personal level. So or yeah. just being positive, you know me, like I'm a super positive person. The glass is always half full and things can always be better. There's always light at the end of the tunnel. And just knowing that the affirmations that I tell myself that I can get through this, God is good. Um, I've been through 100% of my hardest days. Like Those are things that I'm constantly telling myself just to get through situations just Mm -hmm. just knowing that I can do it. It's almost like the my dad used to read a book, The Little Engine That Could. And Mm -hmm. you know, it's about the the little engine train that's trying to get up the hill. I think I can, I think I can. And if there's always going to be doubt in your mind, there's always going to be
2: not having a bunch of confidence in yourself. But if you know that you can do it, you can do it. So yeah, that's kind of my
1: my mantra. I'm always telling myself that I can do it. And I'm trying to be as positive as possible in the interactions that I have and the conversations that I have and just making sure that um, even if it's a – and I know we all make fun of this, but when people say hope all is well or hope, all, hope this email finds you well, like I'm that guy. I'm the guy that says that in my emails. <laughs> or like happy Friday or genuine, genuine about it. Yeah. Yeah. You're
2: yeah. You're real about it. Yeah.
1: And let's make this experience as pleasant as possible because of course, there are going to be people out there that are trying to take our energy and the energy that I'm giving is not going to be negative, but the energy that I'm giving is going to be positive so we can, you know, achieve this together.
0: Broke, I want to speak about something. Uh, I'm probably not going to say it the right way, but I really like how you said that one time when you have that difficult person on the call, whether it be a client or a customer or anything, that gives you a hard time and you can get over it because not a lot of people do. And that's why I am so impressed that you described that example because that can make you bogged down in the career that you're in. Like if you feel like you're in a call one day and you get, like, <laughs> you know, I'm sorry. I'm going to bleep that out. But like, you if you <laughs> feel like you're going to, if you're going to get, feel like you're going to get hound down by whoever the customer, the client or anyone is, your day is done. Like you right. feel bad. You feel, you feel sucked in. It sucks. It really, I, and so we encourage for all the young, adults that are getting to this profession don't take it so seriously don't take it the clients or anyone so seriously. don't take the customers don't take anyone so seriously that they're going to ruin your day because they truly probably don't know and you might have not explained it correctly you know you might have not done it correctly so i i but but i've been there before where Maybe I've not done it right, and it just ruined my day, and it might even have ruined my month or week or so far. So don't take it so seriously. So I'm really glad. Yeah, that you're playing that way, Devin. Like you know, and, and
1: don't get me wrong. Some he, people are assholes, bro. Some people are are just mean for no reason, and they wake up on the wrong side of the bed, and somebody pissing their cereal. I don't there are people out there like that, but I would say the majority of people they might come off as as brass or harsh. But they're not trying to be like that. They're just trying to have a better yeah. understanding. They could have, they, they can be on back-to-backs all day. But I think it's important for us to understand that, you know, a minute conversation or a two-minute conversation in a 30-minute call or an hour-long call, even though it might feel like it's pressing right now, it doesn't have to impact the rest of our day. You know? Yeah. Like, if it's a yeah. – if something, something angers you at, at 11 o'clock on a, on a Tuesday, and that, that can really like, expand and feel like it, it carries with you throughout the day, I think we can take a step back, visualize it, and say, that was a small part of my day. And if I could think this is a small part of my day, and there were other hours in the day where I was doing something productive, or somebody was nice to me, or... I was feeling good about what I did, and then that small hour, that's a small piece of the day. So I think if we can take a step back, put everything into perspective, and then
2: be able to make a decision using that perspective, that's, that's easier said than done. But yes.
1: <laughs> but it's something that we have to at least try to think about.
0: Um, Bro, I wanna ask, what is your favorite moment in your career today? Any shout-outs to the people that got you here? I know, like, come on. You better give the right answer because she is watching. But what is your favorite moment in your career to date?
2: Mm. Hmm. There are probably a couple. And the first one being when I took over the product that I'm currently managing and –
1: like I, I went back to talking about like doubting myself and not having the confidence and not truly understanding my full ability, but then you you gain that experience through time and you realize like oh I, I can do this like I'm I'm pretty good at doing this and I can I can make a change or I can um you know bring value to the situation and the product that I own is something called Virtual Second Opinion with an Anthem. That's another like shameless plug that you put underneath your. Oh, we
2: this, got it. We got this, you.
1: this segment is brought to you by Anthem Virtual Second Opinion.
2: <laughs> we got, we got you.
1: I'm messing, but like, it's a it's a product where we're um, using specialists, doctors to give cases to, so that our members can have a better understanding of their diagnosis, the procedure, their condition, and. Know, if they want to have a surgery or not if they want to seek alternative treatment whether it's physical therapy or something like that so i like, taking that over it was i was i was legit scared i, I was like i don't know anything about this i don't think about surgery i don't think about um like the the intricacies that go into having to to manage a product that's profit and loss um the marketing piece of it but it's something that i've that I studied and I learned over time and things that I was able to implement into the product. So being able to have my own product and be in control of the budget of it and seeing that it's grown year over year, that's something that that's very special to me and that, that I'm
2: proud of. But the second, and it's not necessarily like a career thing or like a, a work thing, but like my You're crazy! You're crazy! Look at you! (laughs) Giving the people's elbow. You're giving the people's eyebrow right there. (laughs) But like you know, bro, like Ashley and I met at work, and it's a it's a thing that was destined to be, because she started working
1: there in 2012. Um, I started working in 2013, and. It's almost like our, our lives collided for a reason. And at first we didn't know what that reason was. Like we saw each
2: other, we were friends. We would go to meetings together, go to lunch together, you know, all that good stuff. But then as
1: we started spending more time together, I was like, wow, like you're actually a pretty cool person. I enjoy being around you. I enjoy being around you too. And then we started spending more time together, coming girlfriend.
2: And eventually, of course, we got married and um, have two beautiful girls and, and having Micah. But like that's not
1: like I said a career thing, but it's something where if my career hadn't brought me to Anthem, my I wouldn't have found my a wife. So those are the two things: just gaining that that that, that product and that program, and then also just gaining the wife out of it. That was, that's no big deal, but.
0: Is there a funny story between you and Ashley in terms of getting to know each other? Like, you know, there had to have been some awkwardness, you know, how it is at work or some like a level of like, you know, like, uh, yeah, uh, like get your ass out of here. You know, like, can you share a funny story of you two getting to know each other during these early years together?
1: So, so we talked about, talked about going to festivals. And um, how we used to be like, you know, just going from city to city, having fun with it. But I want to say it was 2015, and we had the whole crew together going to Philadelphia for Roots Fest, for, for, for Roots picnic. So we all pack in the car. I think Ashley's there, Glenn's there, and Kayla's in the car. You're, you, are you in the car? You're in the car too, right? You we
2: pick I you up? I don't know. No, we met, we met. I don't
1: know. We met James there? I met James there, but we're in my Volkswagen Golf. It's like six people in a Volkswagen Golf <laughs> driving up. And we had the plans of going from Roots picnic to Governor's Ball. The Roots picnic was like Friday, Saturday, and then Governor's Ball was Sunday. And Kanye was headlining. James
2: should remember because he was left to yeah. go to Governor's
1: Ball. Right? Yeah, because, yeah. So you left to go to Governor's Ball that Sunday, so
2: thanks, Ash. But it got
1: canceled. <laughs> <laughs> so we're all in the car, and my dad calls me out of nowhere, and the 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 phone I, call. I goes remember that. To my I
0: I, I remember that morning. I remember that morning. I remember when you told me. You told me. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, and my dad's like, "Hey, Dad, what you doing, man?" Like, oh, the world is up here going to Philadelphia for a Roots picnic. We're going to see Usher. We're going to see Future. It's gonna be a good time, Dad. All right? It's gonna be a good time. So we're in the car, and he says, "All right, so Ashley's a- a- going to Roots picnic and Governor's Ball with you." I'm like, "Oh no, she she's gonna she's gonna hop in the car and go back by herself with somebody else while we all go to Governor's Ball in New York and see Kanye." Madel like, "Oh, really?" Okay, so in front of like the six people that are in the car with me, he gives me this whole lecture on, "Hey Devin, that's, that's not the man thing to do, man. If I was you, I would not do that. This is a grown woman that you're dealing with, and the last thing you need to be doing is putting her in a car and sending her back down to Virginia Beach I remember that. while you I up remember in New York that. doing whatever you're doing." I remember that. <laughs> so I remember that that whole time, yeah. So that whole time in Philadelphia. Like, I was struggling back and forth between going to Governor's Ball or going back down to Virginia Beach. And my choice was to go back down to Virginia Beach
2: because Governor's Ball got rained out. It's crazy how, like, my dad randomly called me. Hey, what are you calling me for? Just to talk to you, Devin. All right, then. But, like, it's crazy how things work out like that, bro. Just uh, that
1: you can have a conversation with somebody and it change your whole trajectory trajectory of your life. So, yes. so kind of funny, not really funny, but still a, a special moment.
0: All right, bro. I, I want to ask one more question in these deep questions, but if there's one big piece of advice you could tell the audience, what will it be? Talk about being positive. Be be, be positive, being in the moment.
1: So my one thing that I'm really into right now is controlling what you can control. And there are so many things that are thrown at us, good, bad, things that we want in our life, things we don't want in our life. But at the end of the day, we have to control the situations that we can control. And um, if we can't control the situations that we're in, We have to, in our best way,
2: put ourselves in the best position to be successful. So I don't know. Like it's just like COVID. We can't control that, but we're deep into it, so we have the
1: ability to control our actions in it and um, do what we can. So I don't know. Like even even at work. You can't control what, what people say to you, but you can control your
2: reactions, you can control your responses. And sometimes your reaction might be the first thing that pops into your head,
1: but your response after that is what you really want to say. So your reaction to a situation might be, oh, shut up, but your response might be, hey, let me explain this to you a little bit better. Or how can I help you? So just controlling what we control. That's mine. That's what I'm trying to do right
0: now. All right, bro. I want to ask you one more question before we sign off. If Mila, your best friend Mila, <laughs> could create a fantasy land or a fantasy theme park, what would that look like?
2: Ooh.
1: So right now, she's huge into these things called fidgets. Like, she loves fidgets. Like, she's ordered them off of Amazon, ordered them off of, I think, Alibaba. They've come from China. They come from everywhere. But, like, fidgets are little toys that you, that you play with, like a little fidget spinner. But they've grown on top of that yeah, to be yeah, things yeah. that you poke, things that you squeeze, stress balls, mesh balls. They have, like, barbels inside of them that you push up and down, little stringy pulley things. So it's a bunch of stuff that, that she's – that I don't know. YouTube is is crazy, bro. You can look at YouTube, and <laughs> YouTube is so influential. But she went on YouTube, and she's been watching YouTube videos of people like playing with these fidgets. But her amusement park, her theme park, would be full of fidget rides, probably. Where you're like sliding down a little bubble tray, or you're on a stringy pulley yeah, thing, yeah. and you're being pulled down and then shot back up. So I'm pretty sure her imagination could could be I worked into that. Then I mean, I'm pretty sure. There'd be like elements of, um, like her Harry favorite Potter? TV shows or her favorite <laughs> hey, her favorite Harry movies. I'm <laughs> yeah, pretty sure there'd be some Harry Potter in there. Pretty sure there'd be some some riding stick brooms. Pretty sure there'd be some, um, like Live and Maddie, the TV show on Disney. There'd be a bunch of a oh. bunch of craziness. Maybe some wrestling in there. Some WWF. Oh, rock would come out and people's elbow with somebody. <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't know what goes on inside her mind. Her mind is it's it's like the cat in the hat it's like dr seuss like who knows what dr. Yeah. she was going to talk about it's a it's yeah. a it's a grab bag but
2: definitely fidgets definitely harry potter definitely disney channel shows maybe some slime in there too it's
0: like
1: <laughs> it might just be nickelodeon like slime time live yeah. i don't know yeah. but i would definitely go and i, I would pay to go so <laughs> it'd be fun yeah
0: Bro, thank you so much again for joining us. You shared with us how important work and career can be when it influences the way we approach our family. And for you really shaping the family that you are at home with today. Really grateful to be part of this friendship since Lakeridge for over 15 years, 18 years, 20 years, like almost 20 years, bro, since Lakeridge 2002. That actually is almost 20 years. And it's been a pleasure and honor for you to share what it means to be, and we already talked about fatherhood, a young fodder for your family. And those stories I know our audiences can find the most and meaningful. Much love, bro. And thank you again for coming onto the show. God bless you for being a great person, bro. Thank you so much.
1: What you're doing has been, it's awesome, bro. Like you had season one and I really feel like, especially during quarantine, we've, we haven't been able to communicate how we've we, we wanted to. And you've been able to bring people together and hear experiences and you really let us know that we have, you know, more similarities than differences through the platform that you have. And like, it's a, you're doing a really good job of it, just letting us know that there are shared experiences um, in you know, what we're going through that you can hear from one person and apply it to your life. And that's, that's, that's really special because a lot of the times we might keep things bundled up or inside of us, but to be able to do this and to share with you and you share with the world and you share with the audience, like, that's that's real. know that we're not in this alone that we're experiencing similar things together and that's very special so i appreciate you for that i appreciate you taking time out of your day to speak with
2: us and like it's it's cool because i can't do it and it takes a very special person to be able to
1: have these very intimate conversations with people so much love to you love
0: you bro always love you bro Amen. Let me let me let me pour some something out of this angel, this angel's envy right now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we can go to the Casamigos too. To the oh,
2: Casamigos
0: oh. too. <laughs> Are we at Coachella right now, bro? Are Casamigos? we at Coachella?
1: The <laughs> What is bro. this? What is this? The Anejo. Anejo. That's the that's the good stuff right here.
0: Oh Lord, oh this,
1: Lord. It's the George Clooney.
0: Tune in next week for episode three, where we have an aspiring doctor in family medicine, JB Navarro share his journey in the medical field. All season long, we'll have our guests share their expertise, whether it be fitness, teaching, marketing, and more. Feel free to send any questions, comments, anything to our DMs and email to our social profiles. Let's keep the conversation going. So you all know you'll never be alone. All right, everyone smiles off, big laughs, stay safe, positive energy. Thank you all for tuning in this week he's Devin I'm James See you all next week
2: let's go ah. <laughs> ah. <laughs> ah. <laughs> ah. <laughs> ah.